Riverside. to Dance Talk with Joanne Carey, where the dance world connects, the conversations inspire, and where we are keeping them real. I'm your host, Joanne Carey, and I'm joined today with Jillian Davis from Complexions Contemporary Ballet. I'm really excited to speak with Jillian today um, for lots of reasons, not only for her dancing, of course, but I have to say it's always a joy for me when I bring somebody on that has a little bit of history um, and I know a little bit about from the past. So I'm excited to talk about that a little bit and just to introduce everybody, all my listeners to Jillian. So welcome Jillian to Dance Talk. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. So can you just start with telling everybody um, a little bit about your background um, and how you started um, how you started in dance? What that was like yeah, for you? Um... So I grew up in a very small town of Pennsylvania on a dairy farm. So fun fact, grew up on a dairy farm. Um, my dad always had music playing and I, without even thinking, I was always making little dances, always finished my chores as fast as I could to dance under the speakers. My, both my parents, my mom and dad were like, we should like put her into class or something. Like there has to be something clearly dances you know, something that she really loves to do. Little did they know that I went from a recreational studio 15 minutes away, and then it just kind of snowballed into this whole career. As yes. soon as I found out I could dance professionally, it was around 11. Mm -hmm. It's like, I didn't even know that was an option. And I was yes. like, yes, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Immediately See, that, I knew. That's amazing. I always love when I hear that. Um, you know, that somebody just knows in the inside. I knew also, like, I remember the exact time when I knew I wanted to be in the dance world and I wanted this as my profession. You just know it. And I think that's always you such a cool, right? You just know. Exactly. Um, and I just want to tell our listeners a little bit about, I remember Jillian coming to, I know Jillian um, from a wonderful teacher that we both know and love she's very dear to our heart um shout out Teresa Kapowitz <laughs> right Miss Teresa. Um, so I'm sure she'll listen to this and we just want to um we'll we'll talk we'll talk a little bit about that later but uh that's how I got to know Jillian very little you know Jillian would come to class sometimes in the morning I was taking me a morning um adult class and it was quite a large class so quite, it was nice a large class yeah of um women in the morning at that time it was just women women in the morning mm -hmm. um who were dancers who were teachers who had a career a professional career in dancing who wanted to start dancing and it was a great time we would have and we would we would go to those morning classes and take classes and every now and again these special students would come in mm -hmm. um from Reese's you know afternoon programs or someone that she was going to mentor and they would take class with us, but I have to be honest with you, Jillian, whenever dancers like you showed up, I always felt like I was taking class with you <laughs> because, oh my because no, because of the, you, you just knew, you knew when a dancer like yourself, no matter how young you were, 
walked into the classroom, you knew they were special and they were gifted and they were talented and that the class was going to turn it up a notch, you know? So mm -hmm. it's challenged. I, I always felt challenged as well to have, you know, have you come to class. So it was really wonderful on both ends, but that's how, um, just for the listeners to know how Jillian and I had a little bit of our paths crossed. So let's go back to that time mm -hmm. when you were then traveling in from, how far was it for you to get to the studio? Yeah, so Princeton Dancing Theater Studio, um, I was there for three years and my mom, bless her heart, she drove me 100 miles each wow. way. So it was over an that. hour and a half for three, <laughs> three years. Uh, six to seven days a week um, wow. but every day it was like we were reminded like she would ask me it's like are you sure like this is exactly what you want to do like no question like yes absolutely so there would be in those car rides if I wasn't doing homework <laughs> because I still had to do school um, she would be talking to me because she was learning with me at the same time so we would be talking to each other and kind of bouncing ideas off of each other the whole time or listening to movie soundtracks and just music the whole time, which is continued to fuel my love of choreography, which I'm still dabbling with when I have some time. Um, so it was it was a really interesting growing period, but it wasn't just me growing. My like my parents were also growing with me, specifically my mom. Yeah. So she, yeah, for three years, she drove me 100 miles each way. <laughs> and and like you said, bless her heart, because she still had to get up and do the chores and the farm work. And the exactly. Farm still, is the farm still there and operating? Yep. Or are they still yep. Both out? my mom I'm and dad are still running it. So my dad held down the fort. My mom would help where she could. My brother, well, my siblings were around a little bit at that time, mm -hmm. but it was mostly him. My dad was holding down the fort there. So wow. we were all, we were all in it, which is yes. I, and affected I, my I, career for sure. You have to, I, I hear that so often with the guests I have on, it's, it's, you know, those the ones who would travel like that when they were coming from a small town and they didn't know what was out there and learning those, because mm -hmm. you have to learn at some point, right? All of us have been yeah. in that same situation where you get thrown into the into the mix so to speak right? exactly and you're learning as you go and so how did you then come across pdt how did you come across that dance studio so i had quite a few mentors between the ages i guess it was only two years oh my gosh from 11 to about 13 which is when mm -hmm. i came to pdt um i was taking private classes with kit martin um mm -hmm. In Philadelphia, I was taking classes at Koresh. Uh, Janie, now Ross Morgan, um, she continues to influence my career now even. She's the one that told me that this was even an option. Wow. So it's like I had all of these people just kind of like, well, I can't help you more than what I already know. So there's this person. Okay, mm -hmm. now I can't help. So they just kept passing me along and kept not passing me along. And like, it was just I like, we, we can only do so much. This is how yeah. you can grow more which I'm very thankful for. And Kip Martin had heard that there's a studio opening or had opened a few years at that point uh, with Susan Jaffe and Risa Kaplowitz. He's like, I mm -hmm. think you should look into it. So when I took class and really just enjoyed the environment already, it just felt very mm -hmm. like I'm at peace here, but yeah. everyone's working hard. Like there was that work ethic. Yes. Mm -hmm. And did their summer intensive and that kind of confirmed okay yeah we can do this okay. um 
it was yeah that first year was interesting because yeah. I at that point I was just like dancing I like my first time on point was me doing PK turns across the floor like do not recommend it do not do yes. that but that's what I did that's what I did because I could just do it yeah I had no muscle control I was growing so much and I remember Susan Jaffe looked at me because I would stand front and center every time um, mm -hmm. that first year. After that, I kind of mm -hmm. hit in the back. But she looked at me, she's like, your legs aren't engaged. Like, what do you mean? My leg? like, what are you talking about? I, what, what engagement? And then okay. that's when they realized I didn't actually know mm -hmm. how mm -hmm. to use my body. I was just doing it. Like, it was, it. thankfully, yeah. I was coordinated enough. I could yeah. just do it. But then that was the turning point. And that took me through the journey of those three years. They would put me in slow things, which I hated slow things, because then I had to control everything. Yes, and so yes. it was a really interesting, that first year was very interesting for me, because all of a sudden there's all these muscles I had no idea existed. Right. And now that's, that's definitely influenced my teaching now, because I'm like, well, actually, there's these really cool little muscles, especially around yeah. like the rotators and stuff. Yeah. And it, it has saved my dancing um time and time Which, again so I love, I love that you're mentioning that too and both parts <clears> of it that you're mentioning that you could just do it and then then the awareness and I think that's so important um for students or any dancer and you know just dancers in general to hear and teachers to hear as well you know that is so important because you you want to do it right you you're you're a dancer exactly. and you just want to do it like you see somebody doing it and part of it is you're you're given a piece of choreography and you may not know specifically what is but what's going to require be required exactly but then when you have that awareness on top of it it like takes you from this to this right and and yeah. that is an amazing feeling and i have to tell you it never stops <laughs> it never stops it doesn't it never and it's always changing and 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 uh but i i have to say it's so nice to hear this um from you because I, again i go back to just being in class and just you know like watching you and just seeing you know jillian for anybody who doesn't know has these legs that go on forever <laughs> right and, and i hard to control <laughs> but you know it's 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 stunning and you were always so um you know just you came into class just really respectful not that i would expect anything less but you know mm -hmm. you just came into class and you just i i loved having Risa students come in class you know i really did because it was always very i felt i learned from them just as much as we were learning from risa risa as well but um let's move on a little bit so so now here you are you're you're in this ballet you know world right and what's the next step then? What happens from the ballet world to what's like, what comes right after that? Let's not get to where you are now, but what happens from here you are at PDT and then what? So then I knew I needed to leave. Like three years was great, but it was the time to take the next leap. And Oops. I left all the way across to Seattle. Wow. <laughs> um, so I went to Seattle to Pacific Northwest Ballet. Um, at that point, I think I was 5'11", and I was like, okay, my options are very limited. I was already made aware of that. I was aware of it. My teachers kept reminding me. Um, not in a bad way. It's just like, this is going to be a hurdle. Yeah. So 
PNB, I wanted to get more into the Balanchine world. Like the taller dancers are a little more, mm-hmm. um, I guess, respected in a way. Not ne- It's not a bad thing in any way, but I thought, okay, let me try. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to change my technique a little bit. Um, went there, unfortunately had a growth spurt. <laughs> so that's how I got to be 6'2". 6'2". Um, which resulted, yeah, which resulted in a few injuries. I had some nerve damage in my lower back. Um, just all of a sudden my body just retaliated. Um, so that was a very interesting two years. I call those my college years. That was when I was 16 to 18. Okay. Um, cause I, I had to learn how to live on my own, which my parents also prepared me for to a degree. It was 3000 miles away. Hard. Um, That's very hard. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I learned a lot, met a lot of great people, went to San Francisco next. That's when I was like, you know, Balanchine World just doesn't seem to know what to do with me, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, let me try contemporary ballet. And there's mm-hmm. lines. Seems like an interesting choice. So I went to the summer intensive and mind blown. Wow. Like, okay. I, like how am I, you're asking me to do all this weird stuff with ballet. Yeah. Like, I see it. Yeah. I see what you're trying to get me to do. But I like to figure that out in my body was a whole other situation. Because you spent but all I, this time, right? I spent all this time with like, being here and placed. And, and now everything's thrown off. <laughs> right? Yes. Everything's off balance. But it's yeah. on balance to yeah. be off yeah. balance. Yeah. And so it took a while. That took a while for me. And I did one semester of the training Yes, the training program at Lines. So that was the fall semester. Wasn't really what I was looking for. Like I wanted more specifically Alonzo choreography. And we had a taste of it, but there was other influences that wasn't my taste. But I had the chance to do uh, freelancing and project work. And that's how I kind of further developed uh, the contemporary ballet rep in my body. And immediately, I was there for only a year basically um they're like this is usually where people come to like finish their careers like they've already experienced something and then they come I'm like okay well I'm starting <laughs> so yeah. let me try let me try New York um long story short like had a few injuries it's just what it is in the dance world um did a lot of projects because again tall dancers not really sure of what to do with with me at that time. Um, but I made it a point for myself. I made it a goal to put like improve myself so much that I'm basically a soloist so that no one has a choice to even put me in the core because they're seeing me as like, okay, well you have to enter into the core. I'm like, yeah, that's not me. So I made it a goal of mine to make myself so strong to be considered a soloist. Okay. And so about two years in New York, I, I'm bringing complexions into the mix now. Um, yeah. I was taking complexions workshops as much as I could. I heard about them. I was curious about them. At the time, it was a much more mature company. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone has had a career, and then they came to complexions That's bringing cool. all that knowledge. And so every time I would be like, here's my resume. I'm not ready, but please consider me. <laughs> and so. I was a little annoying. 
-hmm. And even Dwight and Desmond bring it up. They're like, yep, every time that you came at the end of the week, you handed us a resume. I'm like, I just wanted you to know. Yeah. So first audition that I did, the open audition, I made it to callbacks, but I got cut after like the first or second round. It was hard. That choreography is still hard, but it was hard. And I like what you said. Um, You said mature, right? Didn't you say mature? And I, yeah. and I, I'm sorry I'm interrupting you, but it is. I, no, I think okay. the, the choreography is very mature choreography. And I mean mature in the body language, not just yes. the emotional language, but the use of the body is so mature yeah. and it's, it's exciting to see, but okay, continue. <laughs> so first time didn't get it. And I was like, oh, like I really got down on myself for like a day. I'm like, you know. I'm, I'm just not ready. Like, that's just what it is. Move on. And at that point, I was starting, I kind of made up my mind, like, yes, I want to be a soloist, all that. Well, what about choreography? I can make my own choreography and dance my own choreography mm-hmm. and have my friends do my own choreography. So I started a very small project that actually went to Rider University for the oh. Emerging Choreographers Showcase. Okay. And I was, I was a finalist. I opened the night and I was just like, well, wow. I mean, it's an option. Like, I love choreography. I can still dance. So that was kind of, I was going to start going in that direction. Mm-hmm. Then I auditioned for Complexions again. <laughs> and this audition was um, all in one day. Mm-hmm. So wow. we started at noon. Mm-hmm. Had our multiple groups of ladies, and then the men went, and then we all came together for the callback immediately. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, there was so much dancing so much dancing like we I think we're in the studio until almost nine o'clock at night wow okay and it's so interesting because there there was a huge turnover that year in the company so there's eight or nine new dancers that got accepted from that audition oh wow So now I'm like I remember seeing the faces like I was dancing next to Andrew Brader who then joined the company with me Mm -hmm. I was like Jennifer Begley was over there. Kelly Marsh was over there. Like, I remember seeing them, but we were all just so like, yeah, what did we just do? Like, what are we, what are we trying to do? And then we all got the call. I'm like, well, I guess I'm dancing with complexions now. (laughs) Surprise. And that was in 2014. That happened. So So almost, almost 10 years. Almost 10 years. Hard to believe. That, yeah, that's exciting because I remember when I first heard, and I can't, I, I don't remember exactly how I heard, but you know, like we'll be like, whatever happened, well, the adults will be like, what happened to so and so? Where are they? And then we were like, oh, so I, I remember being so happy to know you were dancing because all of a sudden it was like you were there and then you weren't there, and I was like, where's Jillian? Yeah. Where's Jillian? Yeah. <laughs> you know. So Try and then finding my way. <laughs> yes, which is so important, and and I. I like that you bring that up too about finding your way because it's there's so much out there and available available to dancers um, that and that you were brave enough I think and and courageous enough to explore that and to not give up yeah. and to just find like this. Is, you know, Sorry about that. That's okay. Is that is that an alarm? Uh, it was my door decided oh, to okay. you know. <laughs> yeah. well, of okay. the deliveries come right now. No, go. no, no problem at all. Some I thought I thought maybe it was like a fire alarm. So thank goodness. Oh, <laughs> okay, thank that would be an stuff. interesting situation. Yeah. But no, we're good. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, but I, I, I like that, um, you know, that, that you really gave that to yourself, that you were, you knew what you wanted to do and you wouldn't settle for anything, anything less, which I think is. Well, again, this is where, like, I go back to talking to, to my mom. I'm like, okay, I'm struggling. Like, I'm trying to move forward, but no one, like, all this back and forth. And she's like, well, just see what else is out there. Like, maybe mm -hmm. something else is going to be what you actually need. Yeah. And so that's where, like, I would try random smaller projects. Like, there was a more modern-based thing. I'm like, you know, floor work is not my thing, but let me let me do this performance. Yeah. And I learned. I learned from it. And now sure. it's like, okay, now I'm going to take that. Not my first choice, but let me go over here. Let me do this little project. Okay, like that makes sense. And then it's just all those little experiences help produce the dancer that I am today, even though it was like small little things. It's like that has gotten me to the point where then I got into complexion. So I'm a different yeah. dancer now because of those things. Yeah. Even yeah. though I felt lost at the time. It's like, it does help. Yeah, but I think what you're saying too is that it adds to your dancing adds to exactly. who you are when you step on stage like we bring that with yep. us you know um and so talk about now complexions because i know i have this quote that's on their website that i love i love this okay and it says you that um bringing unity to the world one dance at a time it's on their website talk, can, i mean can you talk about that? yeah <laughs> yeah um i mean the obvious situation for complexions is that there's many different body types there's many different skin types there's now different gender identities that we okay. are really putting to the forefront and which started with the david bowie work where we kind of had that androgynous character that worked on mm -hmm. point now that's starting to come into more ballets where okay. we have men in them who are beautiful dancers who also happen to dance on point they can do everything literally so that's basically the story of complexions. It's like, we just want to highlight the dancer as a person yeah, and put that on the stage because that can represent so many other people in the world. Mm. It's not just, okay, we're going to put on a tutu. Yeah. Like we, we're in our, like, yes, we have leotards on it or tank tops or whatnot, but it's like, mm -hmm. we're at the minimum. We don't have yeah. any sets. It mm -hmm. is just the dancing. It is just the humanity. It's just us. Yeah, And then Dwight choreographs the ballet for us. Like, he, okay, yes, that's your strength, but I also want to challenge you in this way. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do. We're making this new ballet, and we're going to change. Like, we're going to push yeah. you to a new direction, which is why I've stuck around for so long, because every ballet is different. Yeah. And it's a new challenge. So, like, why would I want to go somewhere when I'm already getting challenged. Like you're growing, way, right? I want to be challenged here. Yeah. So and I'm working with amazing colleagues and I I found a home. So I'm very excited yeah. and happy about that's that. That's great. That's, yeah. yeah. To have that company life, that community life within a company. And that's, that's I think, uh, I've heard that too um, with some company dancers that I've had on where, where they, they found that their company is like family to them you know you get really, really you know, is. spending all that time with somebody and you're like literally in their face in their stuff <laughs> right yeah how, yeah how can you not right you know but it's it's a beautiful thing um let's talk about the music that they use 
Mm-hmm. So can you a little talk bit of about, everything? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I find it fascinating because, well, you talk about that and then I'll, I'll make my comments. <laughs> I mean, again, this is a Dwight Rodin and Desmond Richardson, honestly, um, again, pushing themselves. They see, they hear music. Dwight's listening to music all the time. Desmond's listening to music all the time. It's like, well, I feel like this dancer could really do something with that. Or that really helps with the storyline of this ballet. So we're actually going to be making a new YouTube ballet, which they've done one already. But this is now to their newest album, Songs of Surrender, which is acoustic. Okay. So it's like, you already have this kind of rock and roll ballet. What else can we do with the acoustic style of those hits? Mm-hmm. And like, there's going to be different songs in there as well, but we've started the process and it's a completely different ballet from all those years ago, from that iconic ballet that mm-hmm. Complexions did um, right before I joined the company. So they're always looking for different ways. It's like, this is where the world is today. Mm-hmm. This is a ballet and music that I feel like would help showcase that. So we're going to put it on a stage so that people can interpret it and maybe see things differently. So it's. Yeah. It's a few different things going on, but um, I like David Bowie. Like, sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying that I like that. Kind of, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. I didn't mean to it's all good. It's all good. Singer. No. <laughs> well, when David Bowie passed away, that was something Dwight already wanted to do. It's like, well, now we have to. Like, we want to yeah. commemorate mm-hmm. the legacy that he's left behind. And we've been dancing at ballet every year since 2016. So it's like, it resonated. How he was able to put it together has resonated. We have a Lenny Kravitz ballet. Same thing. It's like, you know, we just need a little more rock and roll. We need a little more of that Lenny Kravitz kind of yeah. jazz. And- <laughs> and we have Love Rocks. Yeah. So it's it's a whole bunch of different things going on. And then, of course, there's the more classical works that are kind of sprinkled in there. And they now we're showcasing what you may have heard thousands of times in a different way yeah, that you may yeah. not have seen it before so yeah. And, yeah. and what I love about their choice of music too is you know when they I feel like I and, I, and tell me if you feel this way when you're when you, as the dancer but as an mm-hmm. audience member I feel like I'm watching them fill out every part of that score Every single layer. (laughs) And and that's, I mean, that is a gift in itself because, yeah, because I, I, I watch it and it's like you, you see the music happening. It's like those, the dancers, you, 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 the company has Mm -hmm. taken that music and has brought it to life. While the music gives life to the dancer, right? It yeah. really is. I, I love that they hit, at least what I've seen, you know, they've hit every line. I'm, I'm doing yeah. it as if it's the staff yeah. right here. And I don't know that much about music. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, you know, yeah. you know technically trained. But, still, but you yeah. know, they have filled out every line, every note. They have thought that through and worked that out that it, it's I think it is I think it's cutting edge I do I do yeah I mean that's that's comes from both sides so Dwight we almost never hear the music first Mm -hmm. almost never it's always okay okay, we're gonna start working on this idea he has Mm -hmm. it in his head yep Yep. he makes the phrase with Mm -hmm. the dreaded inserts so it's like we'll start somewhere and then we have an insert here we'll have an insert here 
so then all of a sudden we have five phrases, but then he puts the music on and it's like, you know, we need to change something right here. And then all of a sudden it works with the music. Like we're yeah. not even that we don't start there. We don't have that preconceived notion of, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. You just start dancing. Yeah. And like we make, we do make choices and he'll say yes, no, or maybe so, but it's done somehow mm-hmm. <laughs> in yes. his head. Yeah. So it makes our job a little bit easier and we just have to continue to do it basically yeah. and showcase that. So that's, and that's a great collaboration, I, I think, too, between the choreographer and his dancers, you know, um, and, and I, I knew a choreographer, I danced with a choreographer who worked similarly, you know, he would come in, there mm-hmm. wouldn't be any music yet, like he was often, he often had original music written for whatever mm-hmm. he was working on. And we would, he would just come in and give us the phrase. Mm-hmm. And we would just play. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah. And, and, you know, so it was always interesting to me and I loved it. It was, you know, it was a modern company. And and so I love the modern aspect of what you're, you know, the modern Mm -hmm. and the contemporary, but uh, what I love um, also about complexions too, is that you see the dancers in the company, you see their technique. I think (laughs) yeah, I mean, because sometimes you don't always, I'm not talking about a strong athletic, you know, a strong athletic dancer or, or, putting another anybody I'm just differentiating what I see when I watch the dancers it's a very specific I think a very Mm -hmm. specific um dancer that comes into that company you know you see and perhaps like you said earlier perhaps it is that maturity those years of experience that you know that musicality the artistry all those layers and layers and layers Mm -hmm. um you know but I I find that that fascinating to have to balance that ballet and the contemporary world together, which is what, Absolutely. what I think done so successfully. Um, and, and how about the name? I, I was just curious. This is my own curiosity. And I don't even know if you know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. How did they come up with the name complexions? Do you know that? I just find that. I really, I, I don't want to butcher the story, but um, so 29 years ago, they opened up symphony space and they had dancers from all sorts of genres of dance, like all of their friends from all over the place were coming together. And during the tech rehearsal, Dwight and Desmond kind of looked at each other. They're like, this could be something. It was only supposed to be a one-off situation. It was only supposed to be a project, not a company. But they looked at each other they're like, there's something here. And so talking with friends and whatnot, they're like, yeah, it's, pretty complex and then it just kind of kept going to all of a sudden it's like it's complexions and at that point it was complexions a concept and dance i see okay so long story short that's kind of, it just kind of evolved because there's so many again different skin types body types yeah, genres sure. of dancing all on the stage at once doing the exact yeah. same choreography it's like yeah, so that's yeah. that's how it began I, it was, I there was complexity to it yeah. I okay. So I was wondering because I I was I was thinking that I was like, what is it? Because I'm like, it didn't. It seemed too superficial to me to for it to be just complex. You know, just your complexion. Yeah. You know what I mean? I said there's got to be more to that name. You know, there's got to be yeah. more to the name than than I'm seeing. And it's just really it's wonderful. And and so talk about also, um, you know, a little bit if you don't mind, what it was like mm-hmm. then. 
when COVID hit. I know we're like moved past and we're back to work and things are happening. But then yep. here, you know, here we all were, right? And then, mm-hmm. boom, nothing. What was that yep. like for a dancer, for you, the dancer, too? To... Well, we actually had one tour right before the world shut down. So that was when, like, the rumors were coming. We were going to Escondido, California. And that we already started, like, we were told you should wear masks. We're like, what? What? What is that? So then we at least brought disinfecting wipes. We were wiping down the seats on the airplane. We're just like, you know, there's this thing, whatever. And then it shut down. We're like, well, why you um, uh, right after we came back. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, the reality hit, which was the same for everyone. We didn't realize where this yeah, was going. Sure. Um. The communication was very open, where it was like, okay, well, we're going to try to do this tour. Just kidding, we won't. We're going to try yeah. to do this tour. Just kidding, we like, the world was not going to let us do it. Yeah. And that's just what it was. But then with all of the world events that were happening at the same time, mm-hmm. we actually would have some company meetings to talk about it. Yeah, nice. Yeah. It'd be yeah. like, what are, you, what are your opinions of this? What are your thoughts? How do you think like we could respond to it or like just little things like that. Um, we did have virtual intensives. So like I was teaching on zoom, everyone was teaching on zoom, mm-hmm. but we were all in our little yeah. little New York living rooms, like trying mm-hmm. to do anything. Yeah. Um, it was kind of nice at the beginning to have a break. Cause I, I think I stopped dancing for like six weeks Okay. and my body actually felt recovered for the yeah, first time right. in a long time a little like oh the rest you don't realize right the rest yeah. Of recovery. Yeah. but then it felt so much better to get back into class yes. so yes yeah. yeah the the company definitely took like time mm-hmm. but then Dwight was already thinking ahead to the next ballet he wanted mm-hmm. to create films and so we started filming things within all the protocols, like some spaces were starting to open. We filmed some things outside and not all of them made it to the screen per se, but Black is Beautiful was released, which I think is still on YouTube. Beautiful film, very impactful. And we took that, well, Dwight took it and was like, okay, we can get into the studio now, like one or two people at a time. Not everyone's in New York. Let's do a Zoom over here. And we started creating Snatchback from the Edges. So we were creating like a few months. I guess maybe it was a year later at that point when the the guidelines were starting to lift a little bit. We could get into a studio at least. So we started creating. We were making Snatchback from the Edges. And when that, it was a different process for him because then all of this material was out. Yeah. Which usually he creates in a studio with all the dancers, right, and we had to put right. it together to make a full company work. So it yeah. was it was a different experience for all of us. Yeah. But yeah. the outcome of that ballet is it's one of my favorite ballets to perform because it's just so mm-hmm. emotional and it's exhausting yeah. for me. Yeah. But uh-huh. it's it's an amazing work that I think really represents what the world went through. Yeah. yeah. It's like there was a lot going on. And so we, yeah. we made, yeah. we, he was able to create that beautifully. That's and amazing. so, yeah, we were able to perform that for, at that point, it was only one week of the Joyce. Cause then some of us got COVID. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? But then we came back, we came yeah. back and did that. So yeah. it was great. And 
And how do you think that that experience too has impacted your dancing? Like the, you know, the before, you know, the, I always refer to it as the before COVID and the after COVID. Yeah, you know, exactly. Has, yeah, yeah. We, I think we all do, right? You know, how has it's, that impacted your dancing? The before times. Yeah. Um, it made me more conscious of mentally how I'm approaching everything because now it's like it could disappear mm-hmm. at any second mm-hmm. like yeah. it almost did yeah. and we I mean complexion survived we are still there's we're going to be feeling that for a long time as a company yeah. yes um, I think it's but everybody but the arts is really they've always suffered the arts, right? but yeah yeah and now it's that much harder but the the company as a whole really came together and pushed forward. Like not everyone is in the company anymore. There's been a lot that have moved on. Some people decided that they, you know, I want to pursue something else. Fantastic. And now they're so much happier doing that. So Mm it's like, it's interesting realization of where your place is in the world. Yeah. And I'm very happy it's here, but I would have accepted if it would have been somewhere in a new direction, if it had to be. So that was, that was interesting, but I, I really, I'm really happy to be here. That's good. <laughs> no, believe. that's good. And and so you have an upcoming performance in November, correct? Well, what's what's happening now? Yes. Like, what, what are you working on now? So, and are you wrapping? You know, talk about all that. What's going on for you, Jillian? <laughs> so, the company is off this week, actually. So we finished our 28th season on Sunday at mm-hmm. Jacob's Pillow, that's which was great. great. And then on Monday, we start our 29th season. So this is our vacation. (laughs) Um, We go straight into creation. So we'll continue with the YouTube alley that we actually already started last year just because of time. Um, Mm -hmm. We have multiple guest choreographers coming in. So that is all happening within the first three weeks while also preparing for a performance because we start... I think it's September 13th is our first show in California. Okay. okay. So it's a quick turnaround. But yeah. again, we're all more than capable. It's just daunting to look at the date. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, like, look at everything that's coming up. But wow, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're very busy. Um, I am teaching at the Complexions Academy Summer Intensive. That's in New York right now. Mm-hmm. Um, which is always a treat to kind of flip sides and just yeah. kind of take a step back and um pass on my knowledge but um so we'll be dancing starting next monday multiple tours happen multiple a lot of so much dancing is going to happen but we have our new york season around thanksgiving for two weeks Mm -hmm. so we start november 14th through the 26th that's the joyce right at the joyce yes that's our joyce season so yeah there's a lot. I I don't really I don't want to say that I don't have time for myself, but there is so much happening with complexions that I'm not currently pursuing outside. Ooh, yeah. and this, this is moment. What, this is what you're exactly. doing now. Yeah, which is which is exciting. Um so so looking back, looking back at that, you know, young dancer who would drive that hour and a half, right? <laughs> drive that yeah. out your mom drive. What would you say to her? What would you say to her? Just believe in yourself yeah. like there's always going to be times that you're going to be like yeah I'm not sure about this it's like you there's a reason 
why you're fighting for this. So mm-hmm. I, even on tough rehearsal days, I'm like, you know, we're just going to take a step back. There's a reason why we're doing this. Don't get frustrated. <laughs> just keep going forward. So I'm, I'm very happy that I pushed through those not so great times. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely made me a stronger person and a stronger dancer. Yeah. And that's what I would tell her. It's like, just, just trust it. Trust the process. Yeah. Never going to be straight. <laughs> Yeah. No, it never is. And it never is. And and then we look back yeah. and the lesson we're like, wow, you know, I was doing that this morning, just looking back and I'm just like, wow, you know, you start to see the little dots that are connected all along the way to get you to where, to where you are. Um, exactly. Are there, do you, do you, in the summer pro, you said you're teaching the summer intensive. Is that what you're teaching at Four Complexions? Yes. So now what, what do they teach at, do they have their own technique that they teach or what are those yes. classes? Yes. So the day is typically, it's basically divided between a, a class and repertory, which includes a uh, point repertory now at the end. Um, Complexions has a technique called Neek, mm-hmm. um, which I am thankful to be involved in the development of it so that it becomes codified and it's eventually going to become a curriculum, like a full curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I'm teaching Neek, which is basically the coordination of the upper and lower body with those contemporary elements. Cause we all like, when you see complexions, you see that there's ballet technique there. The legs yeah. are going crazy, yeah. but the upper body is moving in a contemporary way. And that's not typically taught together. It's either here's your contemporary class. Here's your ballet class. Yeah. And so Dwight always taught like this he always taught okay you ha- you get to round your spine to come up you ha- get to get spiral to go this way and now we're finally putting it together to teach and I think it's useful for anything like it's made me a stronger dancer during this time so that's what I'm teaching I'm teaching Neek they do also get ballet they also had the Jason Williams experience so that was a more kind of commercial jazzy vibe because you have to be able to do that too like yeah. that's, we're trying to provide that full um, experience because mm-hmm. even in the repertory, like yesterday I was teaching a section from Stardust. I'm like, all right, well, this is like the Rock Cats. Mm-hmm. Like that has that influence, but you have to turn out your legs. You have to do a PK arabesque. You have to, so it's, yeah. there's all of these influences. So you, again, you have to take your experiences and bring them into whatever you're creating at that time. Um, so that's, that's, a long answer to your question but that's what that's what the intensives involve and how about choreography which do you do you see yourself I know you're you're concentrating on what this you have a lot going on right now but do you see yourself doing more choreography or would you like to do more choreography definitely yes uh this season actually season 28 Dwight has wanted to create a safe space for choreographers within the company oh nice Um, we started with uh, three company members and myself mm-hmm. was included with that. I workshop two different ideas that mm-hmm. I've had over here for like yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah. So I workshop two of those ideas on complexion dancers and we had a small little showing, mm-hmm. um, but that's, it's intended to come back again and eventually come to a finished product that's within exciting. our crazy schedule. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very, I- I'm very happy to be a part of that, but. 
I think that's exciting. I, I think that's, that's, um, you know, I think that's wonderful to have that experience. And like you say, you know, the safe place of doing it within the company, mm -hmm. you know, your peers and your, the people you're working with and to be able to try it out. Um, I think that's, exactly. I think that's yeah, there's a there's a certain amount of trust that's already been created just because you're dancing next to them the whole time. So that was it made it easier. Yeah, I, I, like I, I think all of us, all the choreographers, it was myself, um, Joe Gonzalez and Kobe Atwood Courtney. We've all had experience choreographing with different people, but like, mine has been with more students lately. Um, so there's a different way to teach choreography yes. that way. Yeah. Now it's like these are dancers who know what they're doing. All you have to do is say, do this on this count, and they do it. I'm like, this is really easy. Yeah, <laughs> but, and the support um, that you have, and to have that support, too, that support space, yeah. I think is really wonderful. And I mean, Dwight was with us the whole time and be like, I, I see what you're doing, but like maybe he had a question about this or why this was happening. And I'm like, well, this is my destination. It's like, okay, I see, I see you're getting there. It's like, mm -hmm. we would have those conversations. But the reason why he wants to do it is, that's exactly what Alvin Ailey did with Dwight. He's like, you know, there's a studio over there. There's some dancers here. Why don't you combine the two and try some things? And then all of a sudden it was like, why don't you, why don't you put a show together? So it's, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. It's nice to see kind of history repeating itself at full circle yeah. moment, but that's, and, that's, yeah. that's a destination for Dwight and Desmond as well. That's exciting. That's a, that's exci and exciting to hear, you know, they're continuing that line, you know, you're passing it on, yeah. continuing it in history and, you know. It's, I mean, that's it's, the um, only way it's going to survive. So. Only, right? so true. So true. Only yeah. way it's going to survive. Um, it sounds like you're really up to great things, Jillian. It makes me so... Yeah. Um, happy to to hear that and to actually you know i i still see that young uh, you know that young dancer coming into class With and the, so the tight bun in the back <laughs> yeah but to know that was that was all part of it all part of your growth and what what you were doing and who you've become and and um you know so i it's exciting to see what you're doing and what you're up to and 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 your fan base because you have a big one yeah <laughs> you have a big fan base you know, um, I feel the so, support. I do. It's really wonderful, and I'm I'm just delighted that you took the time to be with me today. Um, is there anything that you would like to to leave the listeners with, or or put out there, or say, or encouragement, or wisdom to this point? I mean, I feel like I. It's basically what I would say to myself as a younger dancer. It's like really trust the process. Trust that sometimes you might have to go down a side road to either get back to where you need to be or to maybe go in the different directions. It's, it could be scary, but it's, it'll be worth the journey. Um, so that's, that's what I remind myself of every day. It's like, oh, well, we can go over here a little bit. We can just stray a little bit over here and see what, what's going on. So that's, that would be my advice in any genre or level of dancing that you're at right now it's 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 a journey no matter what yeah. just go on the journey it is right and and how about the farm do you find peace at the farm do you find like if you need to just kind of i i wish i could visit more often but there's definitely that first day i'm like love you mom and dad but i'm gonna go sit in the back and just look at trees no, for a little just, bit just that only, quiet yeah i can only imagine yeah. what that's it kind of grounds you and brings you back, right? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I have a huge love of animals because I grew up with them. So it's always nice to go back to like being surrounded by just yeah. trees and love yeah. at that point. Yeah. So 
Yeah. yeah. And you bring that all to your dancing. Well, Jillian, again, thank you so much for joining me on Dance Talk with Joanne Carey. Everybody, follow us, like us, and share, share, share. Thank you so much, Jillian. And good thank luck you. to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome.